Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I think the team that most folks in Northeast Ohio, if you were pulling for anybody, might have been Detroit. Maybe it wasn't. I, I can tell you I have two diehard Browns fans, Andy who told me they were rooting for Baltimore. Well, should we give them the good news, Dan? No, we don't care about your friends. We care about friends of the show. So, wow. wow. Just kidding. That's harsh, man. Oh, I'm just kidding. And I, I chastised both of them. I said, what are you, what are you talking You can't root for Baltimore. And they all said the same thing. They were, they were sick and tired of the Kansas City Chiefs, of Patrick Mahomes, of Travis Kelsey, and of Taylor Swift. They're sick of that. Who and I, I thought... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still scarred from having a team ripped out of our city. Thank you, Jeff. I respect that. Do you want to give them the good news about our friend, Dan, and Jeff's friend, too? Huh? The good news that came down right moments before the game. Oh, okay. Now I'm tracking. I didn't yeah. know what, what uh, in the world you were talking about. There was some good news that happened right before the game. Very educated response from Dan there. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Do you have a better one when someone asks you questions that you have no idea about? Yeah, no. he knew he was a part. You were part of. The oh, you're right. Hang on one second. Pardon, Andy. I don't understand what you're asking. Well, uh, Chip, Chip. This Dan, Dan sounded like a sounded like a Canada goose there. So Dan, uh-huh. Dan on the on the uh, on the program incoming on Friday, a super friend of the show told us he was rooting for the Ratbirds. <laughs> Oh, B.A. Oh, yes. Did he change his? Yes. He change? Okay, good. Right before kickoff, he told us, he's like, I, I don't know what I was thinking, guys. I'm really, really sorry. All right, good. Yeah, right. he apologized immediately. There was a lot of repenting. That's yeah, much so, better. so I think he felt better after I think that. it was one of those things, like, I can't do it. It sounds good in theory, but I can't do it. Good. That makes me feel much better about Brian. I mean, rough, he couldn't, rough, couldn't be a better guy. Like, rough, you know. I didn't even think about it till just now. Rough day for the Harbaugh family. Huh? Yeah, too bad. Why for the whole family? Yeah, you know. You lose in the AFC Championship, and then you know if you've got all your Michigan ties there, Lions are out too. One thing I, I'm surprised about, I think the let's let's check all of our Baltimore Ravens hatred at the door, okay? For just a second, let's look at this from a football standpoint. I thought they were really good in the regular season. I did. Too. They did a really nice job. Lamar Jackson was terrific. Their defense was terrific. Their running game was terrific. They had the number one running game in the National Football League. Number one in the regular season at 156 yards per game. Next was Chicago, Andy, and they were 15 yards behind. So tell me, how do you run the ball with your running backs six times in the AFC Championship game? And even with your quarterback and Zay Flowers, only 16 times in a game that you didn't have to throw in to catch back up. It was a close game. Chiefs only put up 17 points. The heck were the Ravens thinking? I know Kansas City did a really nice job defensively, but you're you're the number one running team in the NFL, 
and you give it to Gus Edwards three times. And he gained 20 yards. You, this, you give this, it to Justice Hill three times. That's it for your running backs. I, I do not understand. Lost in the game? I don't trying know. Trying to force something that maybe you shouldn't do? I don't know. Trying to, you know, take your best player and, and use him to the maximum ability? I don't know. How many yards did uh, Jackson have on the ground running? He had eight carries for 54. Okay, well. Which was really, that's really good. But, you know, um, it looked like about half of them, I'm guessing off the top of my head, weren't designed runs. No. I, I, I Jeff, I, I'm just telling you, I think sometimes teams get lost in the moment and forget about sometimes how they got there. Like, that's, I, it was. Didn't I, that seem weird to you, though? As I'm watching the game, I thought, um, excuse me, get on the Gus bus. Hand the ball to Gus Edwards. Let's go. And they didn't. I, you know, I think it's funny. We go back and we talk about the Ravens and how they beat all these teams that were over 500, blah, 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 blah. No one seems to remember that the Browns beat them this season. I don't, that, well, that's once. Like in, well, they beat them. They were that, their last that, loss. That doesn't have anything against, to do with what happened yesterday. Though. No, but, I mean, they were vulnerable. That's what I'm saying. There were ideas that you could figure like, Just like the Browns. Well, they only lost three figuring. games. I mean, they were really good. So you got to figure out how, how did they lose. Like, Kansas City's job was to figure out how to beat the Ravens. You go back and look at the times they got beat, and that's how you kind of figure it out. See what other teams had success. I thought Kansas City did a great job of that yesterday. Whether you want to believe – you know, I, I just uh, – no, I thought Kansas City played a really solid game. They played a smart Travis game Travis Kelsey, if you had any doubts that Travis had any gas left in the tank, oh, my God, he was great yesterday. Uh, yeah, I didn't I he never was, question that. He was great. Well, a lot of people have. Not too bad. Ryan's either. in Tampa. Hi, Ryan. The idiots. Hey, Andy, Jeff, Menigan, whomever else is there. Hey, uh, good, good conversation. Just want to chime in on my rooting interest and obviously being an avid Browns fan, just – muttering and just irritable the whole time watching these games. Just what ifs mentality if we were still involved. Uh, with that being said, obviously, again, my rooting interest, definitely not Baltimore, man. Uh, but again, I my spitefulness towards the state of Michigan and Michigan in particular, I don't want Detroit to feel good about themselves. I know that's like tongue-in-cheek and it's like, come on, man. But that's just me. If you're asking what fan base, what where I'm coming from, Kansas City worked there a lot last year. Just great people, man. Uh, again, I don't really have a you know, a dog in the fight. But, again, Kansas City beating Baltimore, obviously, was my rooted interest. Uh, and San Fran, they, they've been there so many times. They're always just, you know, it's just a great, great um, franchise. But they've been there all the time. So, just yesterday just stunk. You don't want to see it. I mean, just it's football. It's the, you know, four teams that should be there, I guess, because they won when they needed to. And that's what the Browns need to do next year. Um, but the whole time, just thinking, man, what if? And also what we need is a Browns to to get to this level and again we have everything in place but so much luck andy and jeff is involved man you could pa- you could pad your roster with depth up yin yang but if something occurs whether it be just a cluster you know what of injuries what are you going to do this is what you this is the nfl there's no empathy for teams that are lackluster in depth and the browns this offseason have really have to pad the roster with with just endless veterans that want to win it all because they're going to be there for for bottom uh, basement um, bargaining with the with the contracts, but again, yesterday was just good football. I guess my rooted interest was just don't let Baltimore get in and kind of don't let Detroit get in. So I guess I won a little bit. Well, there you go, <laughs> Ryan. Anyway. Yeah. Hey guys, great show. Thanks, take my call. All right, buddy. Thank you very much, uh, Ryan in Tampa when he's not in Vegas or elsewhere. He'll be back in Vegas for the Super Bowl. Bill is in Parma, and Bill is probably very happy. Hello, Bill. 
Oh, yeah. I'm um, very, very proud of the Kansas City Chiefs. To answer your question about Purdy real quick, I view Purdy as a uh, Bob Greasy type. Uh, not being asked to do too much, uh, having a good surrounding cast, and doesn't get in the way and tries to make mistakes. That's what, how I view him. And does that make him a bad quarterback? I thought Bob Greasy was a good quarterback. Bill, um, Bill that's an interesting comparison, and I, I won't disagree. By the way, you know who his quarterback coach is? Brian Greasy. <laughs> that, well, that's interesting. You, you know who scouted? Uh, you know who scouted him and suggested to Kyle Shanahan you should draft this guy? No, who's that? Brian Greasy. There you go. Well, you know, and I think the biggest loss that the Browns have ever had was letting Shanahan leave after one year, and he left a thirty-page booklet about what he thought needed to be done. Yeah, thirty-point PowerPoint presentation, thirty points, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we talked right. about that um, last week, having like regrets. So. Wasn't it why he yeah. should be allowed to leave to, to get out of his contract? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. What it, was. it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Here's what you should do. It's like here's why I should be able to go. <laughs> and most of it had to do with a quarterback that didn't want to open up his playbook. Oh, there it go. But if you look at what what we saw last with the Chiefs and the Ravens, and I do think Patrick Mahomes should most be most valuable player this year. I think it's ridiculous that they don't count the playoffs and the Super Bowl. Because uh, Mahomes had no supporting cast this year. They set a record and dropped passes. And Mahomes is the most valuable player. There's no doubt. Um, and if, if, if I don't know, Bill. Lamar Jackson was pretty dang good in the regular season. Well, I know. But, again, um, when it came time, when the lights were bright, you know who won. Uh, I, I know. But it's, on, I, I know but we, we know how the voting's done. It's done before the playoffs. So, what do you Well, do? yeah, that's right. It shouldn't be that way. If you look at the game yesterday with the Chiefs, the Chiefs were counting on Jackson to make mistakes. They were counting on the Ravens to, make, to do – and the Ravens did make mistakes. They made uh, mistakes in getting personal fouls. Uh, they made mistakes getting uh, fumbles, uh, interceptions. And if you look at the Chiefs, the Chiefs played a very, very conservative game. They did, Bill. especially you're in the right. second half. Yeah, you're and, right. I agree and, with you. And that to me shows that Andy Reid can do a lot of different things as a head coach. So I think going forward, um, I think the Browns have a very good chance of going to the Super Bowl. That's what I learned yesterday. Uh, they have a great defense. You've got to have a great defense. And uh, I think Watson, as we heard with Flacco, he should be fine. So. I'm really hoping next year that the Browns uh, get, can get into the Super Bowl, at least in the next two years. Bill, thank you very much. Thank you. Look forward to uh, Chiefs talk with you for the next two weeks. You can be sure there will be plenty. I'll buy that at the end of the game. You see Ed Kelsey. I saw him. Certainly talk to Andy Baskin. Sure. I saw him on the field. Yeah, he was like yeah. he was like Taylor's bodyguard at the end there. Did you see that? They were walking. I mean, they were just, I don't know. Was that did he know that? who she was at that point? He did know who she was at that point. Okay. And he apologized. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm an idiot, he said. I'm I just, an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm I, I, I got to I, I must. I, I can't get over the fact that the Ravens carried the ball just six times with their running backs. I, I just, I, I, I would love to hear the explanation that John Harbaugh has in his season wrap-up about why did that happen. I was going to let my quarterback run the ball. What else is he going to say? Well, he, he only ran it eight times. I know. I I, I don't know. Trying to get too much at once, maybe a little bit of. I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. You know, you know. So, and you you mentioned sometimes in the playoffs you get away from you know 
didn't dance with, with what brung you. Although Detroit did, and it cost them the game. May have cost them the game. Maybe. Let's talk about the NFC as we continue here because that one was really interesting. And every Browns fan I know was was rooting for Detroit because, seriously, every, every Browns fan I know except for you. Well, it's was, not was that I wasn't for Detroit. I, I was at the point where I just didn't care. Like, and if Detroit didn't win, I wasn't going to be upset. It, it was kind of like you could see the whole ride for them. Like it was all every, everything's new, everything's exciting, blah blah blah. And it's almost like someone was going to let the air out of the balloon. That's kind of the way I saw it yesterday. I, if Detroit would have won, I would have been happy for them, and you know, I'd be happy for them. Man, I, I'll just leave look, it at that. They look great in the first half. Yeah, well, you got to get. Didn't you feel it kind of go flat when they kicked the field goal and didn't get the touchdown at the end of the first half? I, and well, it was just weird how three points made a huge let's, difference. Let's there. talk about that and the decisions Dan Campbell made involving fourth downs. Because if you'd have flipped everything around, they might have won the football game. It's Baskin and Phelps here on the fan. And Sal Capaccio, Bill Sideline reporter, giving us the lowdown on Ken Dorsey, new offensive coordinator for the Browns, coming up at one o'clock. I'm Jeff Phelps. My buddy over there is Andy Baskin. We just uh, we just rehashed the AFC and said, okay, John Harbaugh, where was the run? If if anybody finds out any answers, let us know. In the NFC, is this the best way to, to throw this out? Hey, Dan Campbell, way to go for it all season long because that, that might have set the tone for your entire season and got you to where you wanted to be almost. And then you kept it up. And it almost might have cost you a chance to go to the Super Bowl. There were three critical fourth down calls. And hindsight's a wonderful thing. I was surprised they didn't go for it at the end of the half, Andy. You know, they they went for the field goal hmm. at the end of the first half. Yeah. To go up twenty four to seven. And I think the ball was on the one yard line. So you know, under if they there were eight any, seconds left, yeah. If, if there were any other point in the in the game, they definitely go for it there because if if they don't make it, then you've you've pinned San Francisco on the one yard line, you know, and, and you you trust your defense there. But since your defense wasn't coming on the field, he took the points. I was surprised he didn't go for it there. That one, if you go in at halftime up by twenty one, twenty eight to seven, then it's like, ooh, bandit, we just we set the tone. But they didn't. They took the points, which I don't mind in a playoff game. Didn't they say yesterday 17 was the largest deficit to come back in an NFC championship? I think that's what they said. 17 is. That sounds and right. so now if they get the touchdown there, now it's a whole new ball game. It's a too. different ball game. Although I do wonder, and uh, <laughs> just making sure if you touch on this or not, but um, if Detroit had the ball to start the second half, right, would you have been more apt to go, go for, for the touchdown? Yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe. But – they had to start the game and they went in and scored. Yeah. You know, so that, that worked out. The then they had two fourth down calls later. One where it was a short field goal. And it would have you know, would have put more points on the board in a game where, you know, you're looking for points. And as Dan mentioned to me before the show, he's right. Hey, you've you've done it all year. The play call worked, everything worked. Josh Reynolds just dropped a pass. So you would have had a first down, but instead you didn't get a first down and you didn't get points because, you know, players have to execute there and they didn't. And then they went for it and and that would have been a shorter field goal. That would have been like 37 or 38 yards. And then this is the one that made you think a little bit. They were down by three 
with 7.32 to go. And from the 9 or 30-yard line, they went for it on a fourth and three with 7.32 to go. And it would have been a 47-yard field goal, 48, somewhere in that vicinity. And he decided not to do it. And he went for it on fourth and three, didn't get it. A field goal there, which, by the way, is no certainty because, you know, it's you, you get above 45 yards, you know, that's a pretty good kick, right? Right. So there's no certainty that the guy's going to make it. But if he does, you have a tie game with 7.32 to go. And you've got some momentum back. You know, you're, it's, I, hang on, fellas, we're okay here. You know? But they didn't. And the Niners got the ball back and went down the field and scored. And there's your game. Hmm. And I believe I th- the number I saw was 34%. It might have been 32 or 33. They went, the, the Lions went for it on fourth down this year, 34, 32, 33% of the time, more than any other team in the NFL. Right. And it worked for them. Yeah, it did. You know, and Andy, that was, that was part of the image, was part of the mentality of their team. So I have a hard time saying, well, you should change exactly what you did all season in this situation. But, man, points in a playoff game are hard to come by. Yeah, I, it's interesting you, you were pointing out all those ones, and we talked about this for a second before the show. So let me just lay it out exactly the way I was thinking about it. So Detroit's down 10 with a minute 39 to go in the game. They're down 10, Okay. And they've got themselves. I, I don't. They had a big play to Reynolds for 25 yards with a minute 39 to go in the game, and the ball's on San Francisco's 24. You're down 10. In any way, shape, or form, and you still have your three timeouts at that point too, right? You didn't burn that timeout before you scored the touchdown, which, by the way, that was a great touchdown catch too. So. In my world, I don't know why, but I'm trying to do the math. And maybe because I've done so much goofy Browns math in my life, late in the game trying to figure out how to get back in and thinking about 16s instead of 14s and going for two and doing all that stuff. But with a minute 40 to go in the game, essentially, do you not go 24-34, like a 38-yard field goal, right, with 130 to go, with 139 to go in the game? So you take the field goal early, kick on first down. And the, and then I don't even know if you have to onside kick at that point with three timeouts, do you? No, but let's just say you're one. You're you have three timeouts. You're you're depending on your defense for three plays, rather than trying to get the touchdown. Ex- except not only are you de- you're banking on your defense to stop them, you're banking on the field goal. Then you're then you're banking on getting the ball in decent position with enough time to get a touchdown. Right. That, that's you're a, gonna that, have that's to score a tough... touchdown, but it, 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 you you need the ball twice, and you're gonna need a touchdown on one of these things. I, I don't know. Part of me would have kicked the field goal on first down. I, maybe I'm crazy and I'm I, insane. I'd have gone for the touchdown because you had it going and they got the touchdown. Either way, either way, it's long odds, you know. So I either either way, you're you're pushing your luck. Once you Thing got is, once if, you got the touchdown. They they went for it on a running play on third down and what was it third and goal from the two yeah and then they had to use one of their timeouts there that that probably was that was it that was the, yeah okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or 
I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Because then you're down you know, to two timeouts. You, you scored, but then you still got to recover the onside kick. Yeah, in my scenario, you didn't. Yeah, I mean, if you make the field, the problem is if you miss the field goal, game's over with 140 to go. It's over. Yeah, but it was a short enough field goal. You shouldn't miss that. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I just, but I, I think, I, I think it's tougher if you get the touchdown there and you recover the onside kick. It's easier to get in the field goal range. Oh, you did know? you not think he had the onside kick for a second there? Yeah, it, I t- looked it took short. A big, took a big bounce. First, I was like, oh, it looked short, but man, he had it on his fingertips. Yeah. And I was like, ah. You know, I wonder. And this is a subject for another day, maybe. The onside kick rules. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, the the rule on an onside kick is the ball has to hit the ground on the other side of ten before you can re- no. It has to hit the ground, and then it has to go ten yards before you recover it. So, in other words, like a kicker couldn't figure out how to go up to it and just kick the ball off the tee straight up into the air. Gotcha, like a pop up. Yeah. And then have like a jump ball for it, like 15 yards down the field. Well, if that's the case and the ball goes straight up in the air, call for a fair catch, and then you're going to have all kinds of halo well, you, issues. Exactly. Yeah. But there, there's, I wonder if to have the onside kick actually be something again. Because I think Greg Olson, who, by the way, does a really nice job I thought on, he was good on color, he's, he's really good. Um, very, very hyper in his voice, and I kind of like it. it he's, he's really into it. Um, as he pointed out, I think it was two onside kicks all year, something like that, were recovered. It's not even a part of the game anymore. Really. No, would they be better off though? That this is the 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 great scenario for more excitement in the game. First, and you get a one one play, yeah, thirty I mean, yards. I hate that though. I I don't know what the solution is. That's a subject for another day. But it it, it makes it tough. Jeff is in Massillon, home of the Tigers or the Polar Bears, depending on which school you're going to. Hello, Jeff. Uh, hey, Jeff. We're all we're, yeah, we're all Tigers. There you go. For sure. And I remember seeing Andy on the field on November thirtieth. So. Thanks for being there, Andy. Oh, that was a great uh, that was a great moment, man. I got to tell you, I, I I'll always remember that. And, and now I'm just I can't remember the the running back, the kid that scored the only touchdown. I, I don't know if you've heard me tell the story, but I thought it was interesting. After the game, after Maslin wins the championship, you know he hangs onto the ball, and your the entire team goes to midfield, and he walks over to the Hoban sideline and starts hugging the Hoban kids. I just like to me that was the definition of sportsmanship, and I will 
I will never forget that moment as long as I live. It was, it was, yeah, it was great. It, it was, was great. It was, a, it was a tremendous night for sure. Yep. Anyhow, uh, yeah. Yesterday, a um, couple things. Um, the uh, first game, the the one thing that I uh, what I took out of that first game is is that Baltimore is the the the, the team that's usually bullying people, and man, they got it. They got it put right back at them by Kansas City for the first time in a long time. And, um, you know, I just thought that was the difference in the game, that their defense, uh, who is underrated all year long, and Spagnola might be one of the, if not the best coordinator in the league, he's right there, which I think is exceptionally important this time of year. you got a guy like him that can, that can uh, you know, pull a defense together and contain, you know, contain somebody like Lamar Jackson. you got a, a tremendous chance to win. So that that's what I that's what I saw in that game, um, and I think Kansas City just made more plays. But uh, the second game, um, you know, I just think with Detroit at this point in time and their pro and their and their uh, situation, it's a it's it's a process for them. I think they had to go through this in order to get to the next step. I mean, yeah, we can look at what Campbell did and what he didn't do, but that guy I think is going to be around for a long time, and I think Detroit. They've got a heck of a quarterback, and they got a great future. And I, I mean, they got a great coach uh, to be. And the other team you could tell was San Francisco. And, and as far as that's concerned, Kansas City, those both those teams have been in these battles, and that's what got them where they're at. And I think eventually Detroit is going to is going to reap the benefit of um, of what they went through yesterday. And I think the you know Campbell will grow as a coach. And Detroit will be better for it. And, you know, uh, also a running quarterback, man, you cannot uh, discount what that means to a team. So, anyway, guys, have a good Monday. Talk to you again. All right, Jeff, thank you very much. The one thing I've, I thought about Detroit, Andy, and they're an easy team to root for. You've got a, a head coach who's fun. And, and when you they, they played his press conference yesterday. He said, you know, you might knock us down, but on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. Yeah. He didn't say it with a smile on his face. I mean, he said it like, like if you're listening, to, I think he's serious. And then you have a quarterback who got dumped on by the Rams. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna swap you for the other guy because even though you got us to a Super Bowl, we're, we think Matthew Stafford's going to be better. So you go to Detroit. They stink. How can you not root for Jared Goff? I mean, that's that's way too much fun. Hutchinson's fun. He's a, a Michigan kid playing for the Lions. He's that's always, a cool story. That's a really great story. And I and then the whole history of the franchise and all that stuff. I they're an easy team to root for. And and I was. I'll, I'll be honest. I and I I like the Niners. I, I I really like the 49ers. They're fun. But man, I I was pulling for Detroit yesterday, and I'm sorry they didn't win. That would have been a great story. Mm. Mylon Lennox was the kid's name. I just. Escape my mind for a second. There. Browns have a new offensive coordinator, according to reports. It's Ken Dorsey, who used to play for the Browns, and just this season was the coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. What's that all mean? Patrick helps us sort it out. Coming up next on Baskin and Phelps. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.